Hi, I'm Wade Ireland, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream. In this podcast, we introduce you to thought leaders who are shaping the lives of the next generation to discuss the challenges and innovations shaping higher ed and how we can adapt to give students a strong foundation for their futures. Today, I'm joined by Newman Conti, student body president at Southern Utah University. A business student, he was elected into his role in March of last year and will serve for the upcoming academic calendar. He's in his second term, having just completed his undergraduate degree in business and now pursuing his MBA. His role is to act as a bridge between students and administration by representing and expressing the opinions and interests of the Southern Utah University community. Newman, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Tell me, Newman, a little bit about your time at SUU and how you found it and why you chose to go there. Yeah, that's a really interesting interesting question. Um, I came here after completing high school Wasatch Academy in 2016. You know, I I was not sure if I wanted to go to college, you know, what to do next after um, high school, you know, because I got the academic scholarship from my country to Wasatch Academy High School. And after that, you know, college is expensive and I, I just didn't know. So I worked with my mentors in our high school and college counselors and said you know if you decide to stay in utah you qualify for in-state tuition and when i look at the seu you know tuition here is you know with working in the summer and getting some financial aid uh, essentially just you know the university being cheap uh, was kind of my drive to come to uh, here and also the extracurricular and it's also you know very outdoorsy open community that is student focused so all those things kind of just got me into uh, coming to SEU. Did you always know you wanted to pursue a college degree or was it was it those counselors that that encouraged you to go that direction? No exactly i mean not technically i my my education mission always been not just to get a degree i wanted to learn and read you know that was my drive since i was four years old and that's how i was able to live my family because my parents lacked that you know they never learned how to read or write so i you know that's been my drive and passion so getting a degree i didn't know degree exists you know i didn't know you go to yeah. school and get a degree you know what i want to do is i want to be able to read and write incredible so you mentioned your home country what's your home country mali west africa mali and west africa fantastic and as a uh, as a kid from mali who gets a scholarship comes to utah goes to a great high school decides to go to college and gets in what made you decide to go into student government? You know, our communities get better when we participate, when we get involved. We don't get it every single time right, but we keep on trying. And someone passionate about helping other people and improving things, you know, that got me into uh, student government. So the type of experience I already had here i didn't want, want anybody else to go through that struggle and i quickly like to introduce myself to our new incoming students and 
make them feel i mean help them feel comfortable they belong they can find something here uh they can add something to what they already have and they can add something into the community they are adding you know into their life so i you know just having that type of passion you know got me involved so you say you didn't want them to have the experience that you have was it a, t- a difficult transition for you yes it was difficult transition you know the english barrier the cultural the environment you know the food you gotta adapt everything so the adaptability you know transitioning i want to help them uh do that type so was the SUU community welcoming? Do you feel like there was good support or uh, or you kind of had to make your own way? Well, in a combination, you know, because sometimes even though the community is open, when the person is not open, it's still a barrier. Sure. And sometimes the person is, the community isn't because we, as we move, we find and create our own community. You know, so um, SU has always been welcome to me. I think it's a really uh, people-oriented community, you know, but uh, we always have some of those people uh, behind that feel like, no, it isn't for me. And to me, it is for everybody. So those who are falling behind, let's help them up, you know, catching up to those who are already, you know, ahead of the game. Thank you for, for sharing that. I couldn't agree more. How important do you think it is for students to get involved in, you know, different roles and, and, and work to improve their institutions from the inside out? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like a college is, is a wonderful place where young people can get involved. You know, you don't necessarily need to run for office. I mean, we would love you to run for office and you know and 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 share or do what you are capable of doing but really if we want to get ahead or anything you know be inclusive um we need everyone and we can't just do that alone you know i can't or somebody else it takes everyone to come together and really keep at it you know what i mean so getting involved it allows you to do that it allows you to fail it allows you to you know test your own core values and see how you can put that in front of somebody to help somebody get better at they you know something they're passionate about i feel like a college you know you don't get paid you don't get uh necessary you know it's not a career set for you so you can choose different things without committing anything. Yeah, I understand that a lot of the work you've done has been on, been focused on, you know, addressing inequalities and increasing inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about some of your efforts or, or some of what's gone on there? Yeah, yeah. So I created some uh, some groups on campus and, you know, when I came in and some of our uh, clubs and organizations or part of the departments, you know, they weren't uh, receiving some of the services that we provide here in our office and I wanted to you know collaborate with those people and see how we can support them meet the need of their students you know and what is the role of a student government into those 
So when they see us involved and it makes their job easier, and also we can share, this is how the university can actually do for the students. So that's yeah. where SMU is working toward to make it, you know, we're making the campus more students driven, more student first. And that's what's been my mission as a student, uh, as a student leader so far. What, what do you think uh, universities, higher education in general can do to continue addressing inequalities? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things we can do. Um, it's, it's, it's start by, you know, university itself. It started with, uh, you know, student government itself, you know, a uh, little bit of everything is just making sure that we are taking advantage of the talent that represent our community. You know, okay. if we focus on one direction or one group or one set of the community, then we don't know what the rest of the half can bring to the table. So it's important that we, we bring in everyone and see what we can do together. That's better than focus on one group and then go like, well, we're gonna focus on this because they need the most. No, everybody need. You know? Yeah. So when you think about attending university, what are some of the key concerns students face, do you think, when deciding if it's the right path for them? Yeah, I think connection. Um, connection is big. I think it's one of those things is a, uh, uh, financial. You know, college is expensive. You know, higher education is expensive. And that's why SEU has been uh, one of those top uh, campuses to not raise the tuition in the last uh, few years. And it's helping a lot of young people to get, at least have maintained their hope in themselves to have an education, you know, because some of the university you can pay and the debt is just, it's just outrageous, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think higher education can work on to make education affordable and if we can make it affordable then we have more people get education you know just decent you know um, yeah that would be cool are there new barriers students face in the in light of the pandemic or other challenges or do you think some of the innovation that's gone on in the past year has made things easier for students yeah i mean i think both i think technology you know like this past year uh, with the pandemic, you know, I think Zoom have helped a lot of uh, students, and I think a lot of students, especially for disability students, you know, they love the online resources that the pandemic have brought into a higher education because it served them. So I feel like that should be continuing, you know, mm -hmm. for uh, for for now on, and so they can get that type of that special service. Um, and some people just have the difficulty because I like, for example, myself, I like in-person uh, classes, you know, it's hard for yeah. me to learn online. I like the interaction and listen to other folks, what they're saying, you know, uh, how they do things, you know, the way they learn, the collaboration. And I, I like that, that human connection. I think we weren't able to experience that fully as we used to. So that was a little bit of challenge. Uh, but I, I, I think there's a lot of things that we can we can still focus on and figuring out what the students actually need to be successful 
successful academically and social. And I think outside, uh, so, you know, in the student government, you know, we trying to connect to the students and that was a little bit hard this year. So finding the connection has been the key because if we're not connected, then we're not learning. And if we're not learning, then we feel like a college isn't for us. And yeah. it is for everybody. So th this podcast is called Rebuilding the American Dream. Mm -hmm. I'm interested as a student you know, from Mali, what, uh, what does the American Dream mean to you? I think when I, <laughs> I think American dream, I think it's, it's a great question and, you know, there's no right or wrong answer in my mind, but I think helping somebody achieve her or his dream, that's the American dream to me. So what is your dream? What are, what are the plans for after college? You said you just, you just finished your undergraduate in business. You're starting an MBA program. What comes next? Well, after um, I finish MBA, I would like to get um, a job in a farm or, or, you know, like some type of a government uh, job, you know, the office. And then uh, my goal has always been to go back home. So I think Mali need me more than America. So uh, there's a lot of Newmans here, but I think I can say this is the only Newman in Mali. So it's not <laughs> enough. I need to be back. <laughs> I need to go back. So I am so grateful to get to meet you and uh, and hear a little bit about your story. And I am excited for Mali and its future, knowing that uh, that you're going to head back and bring all the learning that you've done with you. Um, I, I think that's fantastic. That's the it's done. <laughs> you've been listening to me, Wade Ireland, co-founder of Degree Insurance. And this is Rebuilding the American Dream. You can find out more on our website, americandream.fm, or follow us on Twitter at Degree Insurance. Until next time, goodbye. Well, wasn't that amazing? It was created and produced by podcast partners. They're really lovely people and rather good at all this podcasting guff. Find out more at podcastpartners.com.